0: And shoes. It's Jesus in the everyday me and you. The
1: good news is shoes. It's this is the Jesus good news the station. Everyday, WCNO Palm city. Good
2: news in shoes. Praise is warfare when the enemy is coming against you. Praise is how you fight. God inhabits your praise Just like God comes in When praises go up Blessings come down Join Pastor Trevor Banks At 745 AM and PM Monday through Friday Right here on the Good News Station WCNO
0: The
3: Revealing Truth Radio Broadcast Thanks Access Able Designs And owner Alan Garrett For their underwriting support Of this week's program
0: Hello, my name is Alan Garrett and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago I dove into Jesus Christ which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877 853-7816. 853-7816 That number again is 877-853-7816 eight, seven, seven, eight,
2: The Revealing Truth Radio Broadcast. Thanks Admire Century 21, all professional for their underwriting support. Hey Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there.
1: Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth Radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John eight thirty two says. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you.
3: If we're really going to be effective and accomplish what God's called us to, and really step out of this place of, uh, of where the Christian culture has brought the United States of America, then whatever we do, if we're going to maximize our impact, we've got to do it together. Now, when you do things together, then how many of you know that that's another issue in itself because if you do things together then you have to learn to get along together and if you have to learn to get along together to do things together that means that you can't get offended with each other while you're working together and you have to be quick to forgive and you got to keep loving each other I mean the closer you get to somebody the higher your expectation is and there's also a greater opportunity for offense to come in so I want to talk to you a little bit about tonight, about what it really means to flow together in teamwork, amen? amen, and what it means to really get together and accomplish what God's called us to do and how God's not just going to do it with me or another person or, or, or two or three individuals, but God's calling us together as a church. Is that cool? Yeah. Our text tonight is in 1 Chronicles chapter 11, beginning in verse 1. If you've got your Bibles, you can turn there. If one of you guys want to throw that on the screen for me, if that's possible, our tech department. One side to the other side. (laughs) We need a loft. Yeah, amen. First Chronicles chapter eleven. If we could expand the building about fifty feet that way, how many be how many would be interested in helping us do that? Amen. No, financially, I have a contractor. I just need to know who would be committed to help me to pay for it. If you want to come out with a shovel and help, you're more than willing, but <laughs> we ready. First Chronicles chapter 11, chapter 11, verse 1. There we go. Then all Israel came together to David at Hebron saying, indeed, we are your bone and your flesh. Also in time past, even when Saul was king, you were the one who led Israel out of led Israel out and brought them in. And the Lord your God said to you, You shall shepherd my people Israel and be ruler over my people Israel. Therefore all the elders of Israel came to the king at Hebron. And David made a covenant with them in Hebron before the Lord. And they anointed David king over Israel according to the word of the Lord by Samuel. And David and all of Israel went to Jerusalem. Somebody say Jerusalem which is Jebus, where the Jebusites were, the inhabitants of the land. But the inhabitants of Jebus said to David, You shall not come in here. Nevertheless, somebody say nevertheless. nevertheless. Nevertheless, David took the stronghold of Zion, that is the city of David. And now David said, Whoever attacks the Jebusites first shall be chief and captain. And Joab, the son of Zariah, went up first and became chief. Then David knelt in the stronghold, therefore, and they called it the city of of david heavenly father i thank you tonight for the ability to preach and teach i thank you for the anointing in this house for the beautiful atmosphere lord that fell in this place while we worshiped you and i god i just thank you that you stir our hearts tonight with revelation with conviction with power with truth cause us to live the life that you've called us to Lord, I come against every idle thought, anything, God, that would exalt itself against your knowledge tonight. Lord, any logical thing that we assume to be true, God, that's not true about you tonight. And God, that our hearts would be open and left open for the interpretation of revelation being made known to us. And God, we would not misinterpret your word or cop out on your word tonight, God, but we would live it and apply it and see it manifest in us so that we would never be the same. Father, I pray tonight that you put me on like a coat and wear me. The anointing of God rest on my life and on these words as I speak them to your people in Revelation. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Somebody shout amen. Hmm? I mean, words are powerful. Words are powerful. Words are containers for your faith. They're, I've used this illustration before. They're like this water bottle. I mean, the, the water in this bottle is good for you. Hmm? Very nursing. How I many you know if I take this water and dump it out and fill it up with paint thinner and do that, it's going to hurt me? Amen. Come on, amen. amen. If I put uh, a paint thinner in this plastic bottle and drink it, it could kill me. How I many you know it's not the container that kills you; it's what's in the container that can bring you life or bring you death. Amen. Mm? It's not the words that actually kill you or give you life, it's what the words contain that give you life or give you death. Amen. Words carry life and words carry death. Hmm? I mean no oh, faith tonight. Faith tonight never denies reality. There's a big movement and a big push out there that people get in so much faith that they just uh They really just kind of get observed because they deny the reality of the circumstances that are in their life. And they think that they're faith people when in fact they're not faith people. They're really fake people. (laughs) Nah, you're not trying tonight. Come on now. Mm -hmm. When the Bible talks about Abraham calling those things that are not as if they were, it doesn't say he called those things that were as if they're not. Mm -hmm. Come on, amen. God does not deny reality and he does not deny facts however facts and truth are not entirely the same thing he never says that those things don't exist you know what just blows my mind more than anything see somebody walking around with snot running out their nose and their eyes all swished and red and, and and they can't talk and it sounds like when they do talk they're talking through a can because they got so much flu in them when they're talking and they're coughing and hacking and you say to them how are you doing I'm fine. <coughs> you are fine. You are? You look sick. I'm not sick, brother. Hmm? And they've taken what they deny that they have, and they're spreading it all over you. Hmm? Nah, come on now. Hmm? You ask if they sick. No, I'm not sick. Well, the truth is, is you are sick, you big dummy. It's called a cold. It's, come on, help me, amen? Hmm? But that does not change the fact that you are also the healed of the Lord. Because there is a word over your life, amen? Hmm? And what happens is a lot of times that people will do this and they'll, instead of being in faith, they'll be into fake and they'll put on a fake smile, they'll put on a fake attitude, they try to make everybody in the world think that everything is turning up roses, they've had the greatest week in the world, blah, blah, blah. And the truth is is they've been to hell and back and they're faking it. Now there's a difference if you've been through hell and back and you've been in worship and you got joy. Huh? But it's another thing if you're trying to get everybody to think that you got joy when you're really miserable. That's called faking it. That ain't called faith in it. Mm-hmm. Come on, are you here tonight? Whatever you're facing, this is the cool thing, we were talking about this, one of my favorite sermon series that I ever, that I love just doing, I just love doing it, is Nevertheless. And you know, we were talking about this not too long ago, that Nevertheless takes what's on the front part of a statement, and, then, and it discounts it, whether it's true, or it's a lie, or whatever it is, when you say something first, and then you say Nevertheless, all the weight is put on the back part of the statement. So it doesn't matter what you said up front, it could be truth, it could be a lie, doesn't matter, because nevertheless, here's the fact of what it really is. Amen. And, and, and it doesn't matter what you say first; it can be factual. There's a lot of things that people say that are fact. I am sick. Nevertheless, I am the heal of the Lord. And you know that is a truthful statement, even though those are contrary opinions. That's how nevertheless works, huh? Hmm. I am going through a tough time financially. However, nevertheless, I am the blessed of the Lord. Mm. My kids do talk back to me. Nevertheless, they are obedient. That's how nevertheless works because you're taking all of what you understand about God's truth and you're putting it all on the back part of what you're saying to be the truth of God's word contrary to what's manifesting in front of you. Huh? That's why words, words are so powerful. Hmm? so much that when god wanted to create the worlds he just spoke them in the, into existence god i mean when god spoke things happened amen he created it with his words god spoke us into existence he, so when god wanted to create your world have not even understand that he's going to be able to he's going to begin to speak to you and when god wants to create your world he's going to be able he's going to begin to speak over you because god is setting something in your life how many know you have a word over your life tonight The most powerful thing in your life right now is not the fact that you're a born-again Christian. The most powerful thing in your life right now is that there's a prophetic promise over your life that you have in you the potential to live the promise that God's already made for your life. That's powerful. That gives you a reason to get up in the morning. It gives you a reason to hope. It gives you a reason to say, yes, I can get, come on, help me, amen? Hmm? It, 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 when God speaks over you, it doesn't matter how many times the enemy comes in and tries to destroy it, take it apart, or break it up. When God speaks something over your life, it's the most powerful thing in the world in your life. There's nothing more powerful than having the word over your life, a word over your life, a prophetic promise over your life, amen? And how many if God can create the heavens and he can create the earth and he can create the sun and he can create the universe? And he can call things that were from nowhere into existence come on somebody amen then he can create anything he wants to create in your life today by putting a word over your life if he can cause dirt to form into a man by come on amen amen
1: And now, we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment, but first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church, whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family.
3: God said in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 3, He said, And let there be... I mean, when he said, let there be, there was, it went from what was going to happen to past tense because he spoke it into existence. I mean, you don't get to past tense until it manifests. There's no such thing as past tense until it happens. And once it happens, then it's in the past. When God spoke, it moved from the reality and the imagination of God to in the past as a foundational part of the world. That's how you and I got here today. Come on, amen. Hmm. And listen to this, God not only spoke creatively, but you and I, through the power of the Holy Spirit and the spoken word, we have the ability to be creative in our lives and to speak creatively into our future. You can do that. That's good news, isn't it? That's good news, isn't it? Proverbs 18, 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Hmm? Sometimes the circumstances that we deal with in our life become right off of the fruit of our lips. We speak some things into existence, amen? Huh? Some of the things that keep coming out of our mouth manifest in our life. Some of the things manifesting in our kids have come out of our mouth long before they ever manifested in our kids. All you do is run your mouth. Huh? Why won't you listen to me? You never listen to me. You never, ever, ever, ever listen to me. And then we're surprised three years later when they don't listen to us. Well, you did it. (laughs) <laughs> come on, amen. Huh? See, there's words that we speak that we speak creatively and we bring them into our future. You say, well, pastor, sometimes I speak things and they don't never come to pass. Well, here's the key. There has to come a time when what's going on in your head and what's going on in your heart and what's coming out of your mouth are all doing and saying the same thing. Because you can't have something going on here and something different going on here and something different coming out of here. It's got to be the same thing. Amen? Mm -hmm. How many understand that what your future holds is determined in about one square foot? It's about 18 inches on me. Everything in your future really just comes right out of here. Come on, huh? Mm -hmm. The people that live the dream that God put in are the same people that believe what they're saying. If you believe it and you say it and you hold on to it, it's going to manifest in your life because God put it in you. He gives you the desires of your heart. If you're desiring it, then God put the desire in it if you've been walking in obedience to God. Somebody said one time, well, God told me that if I, that, that, that if I love him and pursue him and I'm passionate for him, he'll give me the desires of my heart. Well, that don't mean because you love God, you get to go out and write out your shopping list about what you're going to get. Well, I love God. Bugatti. Beautiful wife does everything I tell her never talks back loves me regardless of my foolishness mm. Come on now See all you women are looking at me like I'm crazy now That's not what it means. It means that if you will love God, then he will actually take the desires that he has for you and he'll put those desires on the inside of you so that you desire what God wants you to desire. Amen? And let me just help you out, gentlemen. God knows what kind of wife you need. Huh? Don't be making no wish list. They used to tell us in youth group, just write the perfect wife that you want and call her out by name you don't know what you want when you're 17 years old. God knows what you need. Nah, some of you guys think, like, "Well, that doesn't sound fair." No, that's right. Huh? You guys see, we all want guys. Always want perfection, but they don't want to be perfected. Mm. Mm. There you go. I feel the Holy Ghost. (laughs) See, Adam was down in the garden one day, and the Lord came up to him, and he said, Adam, this is what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to give you a perfect woman. She's going to be beautiful. She's going to follow you. She's going to obey you. She's never going to argue with you. She's going to tell you how wonderful you are all the days of your life. When you need something, she'll be right there with it before you have to ask for it. When you look at her, your heart will melt with compassion. You'll never be angry with her because she'll never give you nothing to be angry about it. They said, and this is only going to cost you an arm, Adam. <laughs> Adam said, hmm, what can I get for a rib? <laughs> mm. you, that's for free. That's just free. The value of having a word over your life. Amen. Amen. Mm. Listen, when God says something, even when we don't see it, when we don't even have the evidence for what he said, our faith has to believe in what we know God spoke over us over us. because guess what? God's not full of it. God is, tell, God is not a man that he should lie. God tells the truth. God don't have the ability to lie. Everything he speaks is truth. Come on, somebody. Amen. Numbers 23, 19 says, He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he meant it. If he said it, he'll do it. If he spoke it, he's going to bring it to pass. If there's a word over your children tonight, if you've got a word and your kids ain't been manifesting the word of God that's been spoke over them, you keep on believing because it's going to manifest in them, I promise you, because God's word is true. Oh, let God be true. Amen.
2: What's Ed Meyers' number? 772-342-0047 What's that again? 772-342-0047 I'm calling Ed Meyers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon.
3: I'll be there.
0: Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com, as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries Thanks, Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.